Hi again, everyone. It's Mark Stenson. And today we're unlocking your world of creativity, where we tap into expert and practitioners' original thinking. We talk about their experience and get inspired from their stories. We also talk about tools and programs and steps that we can take to organize our creative ideas. And most of all, we talk about how to make connections and create the opportunities to get our creative work out into the world. And today I'm just so happy to have, I mean, when we talk about energy and creative spirit, that's my guest today, Pratiti Pathak. So glad to have you, Pratiti. So good to be here with you, Mark. Finally, we get a chance to chat one-on-one, in-person, virtually. That's right. It's (laughs) face-to-face. It's a full contact sport with Pratiti. We're so excited. Unlocking your world of creativity with Mark Stinson. Copyright 2021. My guest today, Pratiti Pathak. Pratiti is a realtor, but to say that she's a realtor in the suburbs of Philadelphia is just one little slice of her creative energy and spirit. So we'll get into that. But she's also created a terrific program and self-development and business and life-changing program called Results by Design. And we're going to talk about those five steps as we go, but we also want to hear some inspiration from Pratiti's own personal journey and what gives her credibility to design a five-step program that we can all learn from. So Pratiti, you know, oftentimes when we think about creativity, obviously artists of all kind come to mind, you know, photographers and painters and musicians and songwriters and so forth. Where's the creativity come in a realtor and in servicing customers who are trying to buy a new home? I think that the creativity comes from when you're in any position to be of service in a profession where you're serving others. I think the creativity for me really comes from, and what I encourage my new agents when I'm, I'm training them is you're in the business to create relationships. And that is really where I start with them. No matter what it is you're selling, if you're doing a one-on-one based service, you are in the business of creating relationships. Anybody can buy and sell a house or help you get to the finish line. People do business in all parts of their life, whether it's going to a specific store for certain things, or it's using a service for um, plumbing or electric or real estate, I think they're going to do the business with somebody that they have a solid and beautiful relationship with that they can confide in, feel confident with, and have that deep connection with them. Yeah. Well, and I think other artists and creative people can relate that this people connection and yet in almost every field, some internet app has, quote, disrupted that personal relationship and say, well, you you can stream your music online. You don't need to go to a record store. You can buy your books online. You don't need to go to a bookseller. And in the case of real estate, you know, oh, you can just go, you know, type in uh, and I won't even name the brand names. We all know what I'm talking about. Don't you say them. Where does the personal relationship in that era of let's just go online, find six houses and try to do it ourselves? Well, I think that there are, I mean, obviously there's a lot of platforms where you can just go online, search homes in a certain area, look up the criterias and things like that. And actually what we're learning more and more, even through the um, 
ridiculous amount of digital platforms we have to be able to do pretty much every single type of business that we want to do. What we're finding is even with the millennials, they'll do all their research online. But in the end, they actually really want the referral of somebody that has that connection. And they really want to do business with somebody that's in their corner, going to treat them well. I mean, I do a lot of personal stuff. And even how I brand myself out there, it's very, it's very much on a personal level with the connection with people. Because to me, no matter when you when you talk about your your platform is about creativity, and the most universal thing that we're creating is exactly that it's just relationships, what you and I are doing right this moment is creating a relationship, but more than even just taking it to that level of creating a deep relationship. It's just having that connection, sharing this moment and making it count because you never know when or if you're going to have another moment together. Mm -hmm. So this moment counts more than anything else. That's so good. And I guess that leads us to the results by design program. Because yeah. you know, as a realtor, you're working by yourself. You know, it's a solopreneur. It's your business. So I think about all the other creative people listening to this podcast. I mean, they are solopreneurs. And, you know, there is a loneliness sometimes to that art and that creativity because you're working by yourself. Or if you're in a startup kind of a situation, even if you have partners, there's still a, an entrepreneurial spirit. So you've really designed this program for those kinds of people, right? Yes, absolutely. I've been an entrepreneur for many years. I originally had, I was originally not, I was in the aerospace industry and then my ex-husband suffered with anxieties and panic. So that came to a point where he really couldn't go a whole lot of places by himself without somebody with him. And at the time, shortly thereafter, 9-11, within that year, uh, my company filed chapter 11. So when we closed I just said, whatever you want to do, we'll do. And we started a construction company. So I knew business, but I learned how to do roofing, siding, brickwork, block work. Like today I can finish concrete by myself <laughs> if the pad's not too big. But the, so I learned how to do that. And then when we divorced in 2007, started my own painting business. And so all the years of kind of being in real estate, just in different areas of it, what I did find is in all of those businesses, I had to create my own business. I had to generate my own leads. And there was a mantra that I always kept was I wasn't really looking for a job. I wasn't really looking for a sale. I was looking for a client for life. Even when it was with the construction, if you hire me to do your 10 tiles in your powder room, by the time I'm done, you're going to call me no matter what happens with your house, because I've now used that opportunity to create a deep connection and relationship with you where we built a trust and a foundation of future business together. And one of the ways that I do that is I do all the normal marketing out there, but then I also I'm very good about my care calls and following up with my people, seeing if they need anything. I do little Popeyes to their house and I stop by with little gifts for them or their kids with little tags and just, just doing things to let them know I care, I'm thinking about them, and of course, keep them thinking about me as well. The five-step program really came with knowing that 
majority of the coaching out there is pretty expensive and it is usually based off of a once a week phone call, kind of like an accountability partner, making sure you're staying on task with doing your things. Whereas my program is really designed to incorporate all the areas of your life. I want to make sure that you have all of your goals in all the areas. I want to make sure you have really clear goals for your personal life, your physical health, your spiritual health, your mental health, as well as your business and financial. Because when one of those parts of that wheel is down, it's very difficult to to ride smoothly, if you will use that analogy, because when you're out there running around and you're out there, you know, from morning till night, you generate in business, whether you're on the phone, you're out in the car, driving clients around or doing open houses, you know, you have to make sure that you're eating well, make sure that you're sleeping well. So having these morning routines, evening routines, plans for your eating habits and things like that, I make sure that all of that is part of like the very first module is really what we cover is all of our goals in all the areas, and then how we implement the right systems in place to keep us at 100% fuel and not depleting all day long. And it seems like some of this comes naturally to you, you know, just this is the way you approach business. But to put it in a system, in a program, it kind of formalizes it, doesn't it? Yeah, because, you know, my program, of course, includes the marketing piece. Of course, it includes the tracking of your mileage and your your data and where you're generating business from. But it also has an entire portion that is designated to having the most or actually giving the most amazing customer experience to your clients because that's what it really needs to be. It's an experience. I mean, even right down to the end, how you're going to brand yourself. And then, you know, we always give some type, most realtors will give a bottle of champagne or a bottle of wine or something at the end of a transaction. Personally, my nickname as a contractor was bird and somehow that stuck. (laughs) So I, um, my logo is actually a birdhouse because I thought I don't want it just to be another like house, but everybody, regardless of what your style is, can appreciate a birdhouse. So it's a birdhouse with a bird bringing the key to the house. And at the end of a transaction, I actually custom paint a birdhouse in your style and your decor. I also donate a portion of my commission to a charity of your choice in your name and a charity of my choice. I lost my son 11 years ago, so I will usually always use that opportunity to give back to compassionate friends. And so it's different things like that that I do um, that are very personal. I, I love making products with essential oils. So through our journey as a, a working relationship, I usually find out a lot because I'm pretty nosy and <laughs> I chat a lot. So I find out pretty much everything there is to know and I make these beautiful products for you at the end. So my gift to you is very personal to me and to you at the end of a transaction. And that's where a beautiful relationship now begins. 
<laughs> is after that transaction. Yeah. Well, and people who know me know that this brand experience, you know, the customer experience is so key to, to me and my work. But what you've described is making it so personal. It's not just we created a great experience and everybody gets a bottle of champagne. I'm not yes. saying that's overly generic. It's great, you know, gratitude. But what you're talking about is it's a birdhouse that's on your brand, but it's painted like their house. That's their experience. And so I can only imagine every time they go in the backyard and see this birdhouse, your brand may come to mind. So it, it does work. Well, you've been forthcoming enough to share some of your personal journey that led you to where you are today, but also probably contributed to this five-step coaching program. But Pratiti, maybe you can rewind the tape a little bit for us and go back to the beginning, because like I said at the intro, uh, so much more about your life than a realtor, that's for sure. And it all contributed to that. Where would you like to start on that journey? Maybe at the very beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I'm originally, I'm born in India and my parents are both first generation, highly educated folks. So, and I come from that type of culture where education is pretty much everything. If you don't get the right education, you're just not going to do it. I grew up in the beginning in Northeast Philadelphia and then out into the suburbs, but I kind of always stood out and, you know, went through some being picked on and bullied and things like that. And I think what it really did is probably create a, a platform for me to really figure out how to please people. So I became a real good people pleaser and in the end, just bullied myself a lot because, you know, it was a lot of years of I'm not good enough and I'm not pretty enough and I'm not smart enough and I don't have the right tools. And over time, I realized that, you know, I always took every single opportunity to learn from the obstacles that I was facing. It never really was staying in a victim role. It was more always the thought like, hey, this is going on. What do I need to do to change that? Or how do I need to shift and pivot? And I can just, you know, I can say that majority of my life, I probably have said this a lot in my life. And it, it really hurt me a lot because I, I would say things like, man, I'm just always going through one obstacle after another. I feel like every time I finally get through something, something else is happening. It's like, you know, if I had to joke around and say, if I was going to write a book, which I do want to write a book, I would say, what would the name of it be? Probably like I get knocked down and then I get up again. <laughs> and uh, it's I think funny. I know that I, th- I know the theme song of that movie. I can hear it in my mind right now. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that, you know, that stands true for so many of us. So when you talk about like, how did I get here? I have gone through a lot of experiences in my life. A lot of them, most people would just perceive as negative experiences because I was trying so hard to fit into two different societies, two different cultures, two different atmospheres. I I really didn't fit into either one of them, to be quite honest. And in turn, like trying to fit into one, I was definitely becoming an outcast of the other. Mm. So, you know, I started smoking cigarettes. My parents were like, okay, we got to have to kill you now because you can't smoke. That just led to a lot more difficulty in my own household and in my own culture. And, you know, my parents were very strict. That just wasn't something that was acceptable for, for themselves or their family and started 
you know, dating at a very late age, I would say compared to my girlfriends, but I was 18 with my first boyfriend and it, it was my son's father. And immediately my parents were like, absolutely not. And then I did not listen. I had my son or I actually got pregnant with my son, which was probably one of the most pivotal points of my life is I got pregnant. Uh, we were engaged. We were supposed to be married. And three months into my pregnancy, he left and we never saw him again for 10 years. So there was a ton of struggles that came along with that moment. And being such an outcast in a way of my culture and now doing the ultimate, you know, it's bad enough I was smoking. Now I'm having a child as a single mom and, and everybody embraced the situation, not at first, but pretty quickly. And it brought a whole different relationship between me and my family. It was almost like I was a rule breaker, but they saw an extremely hardworking young lady. You know, I was young. I was 22, almost 23. I was now working two jobs, going to school at night, raising a son with the help of my family and extended family, which was just amazing. Mm -hmm. My son grew up in a very, very amazing, loving household, not saying we didn't have our challenges with each other. And, you know, with the situation we did, but they were very supportive in the end. And they, they helped me a lot. And then fast forward, 17 years later, my son had a fatal accident. He had climbed a high voltage structure and touched a wire by accident and fell 40 feet. And it was, it was pretty instant, um, for him. And, uh, you know, he's, he's an amazing guy. He's one of the most amazing people I know. I mean, I'm honored to have been his mother. He's very well-rounded person, athletically inclined. And then at the same time, total opposite dork geek nerd, you know, <laughs> knows his timetables up to 30. Why? Because he has to, <laughs> you there know, you That's but right. we, we, we all go through these challenges in life and to full circle, sorry for the long-winded answer, but the five-step program really comes from all the years of learning how to people please, beat myself up. Like I really wanted to create something that would implement all of the lessons that I've learned and not have you go through all of the struggles and the difficulties because it's not about teaching you how to schedule all of your wants and needs and your to-do list in your personal life and your business and all the places onto a calendar. Mm -hmm. It's about helping you deal with the, the mind drama that comes along with now we're at Wednesday, two 30 in the afternoon, and we have to do the thing and we don't want to do the thing. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm helping you. And that's where my coaching comes in because that's, that's the struggle. That's the resistance that we give ourselves. So during that process and going through my program, really doesn't just teach you how to be successful in your business and take that to the highest level, but it really teaches you how to create a really strong relationship with yourself. It teaches you to learn how to create a better relationship with your past self and your future self. And what I mean is right now in the present, I'm creating my schedule for myself Pratiti on Wednesday. And I have to think about what Pratiti is going to look like on Wednesday, what my future self is going to look like and what she's going to need so that I can be kind to her right now while making the schedule mm -hmm. and not book her for back-to-back -back meetings. You know what I mean? Right, so it's, it's, a, 
it's a lot, it's a lot more entailed than just, you know, helping you figure out how to generate leads. Yeah. Well, it's so good. And please no apologies for the time and sharing that story because really, and you said something, it's like, I'm going to teach you, you know, maybe how to not make the mistakes I made. And yet I have a sense that more people have those kind of journeys and maybe the really difficult periods in their life. And I'm not taking anything away from anybody's story, especially yours that you were so vulnerable to share. But I I know for myself, I don't know that I have the emotional intelligence to go through the, here's the ups and downs and roller coaster of my own life as you just did. And maybe that's because I don't want to expose myself or maybe that's because I haven't dealt with it. I don't know which. Uh, But what you're saying is that almost everyone has had these really low moments as much as they've had the high moments. And that maybe we need to assimilate that more, you know, to understand where we are right now. Absolutely. I mean, you think about 2020 and what we've just gone through, right? I just was on a, we have a wellness Wednesday call, you know, we're part of the wellness ambassadors in our office. And, you know, one of the gals said like, thank gosh, 2020 is over. We can just put that behind us. And I said, well, hold on. Because there's a lot of lessons that we learned out of 2020, and I want to take them with me. So here's the thing. Whoever you believe in, your creator, God, universe, we weren't called onto this earth and said like, hey, everything's going to be rainbows and daisies. Are you in? No, Mm -hmm. it was like, hey, it's going to be 50-50. Sometimes it's going to be really amazing. Sometimes it's going to be pure. Are you in? And we're like, hell yeah. Because guess what? At the end of my life, I want to know that I absolutely 100% experienced all of the experience, the good ones and the bad ones, because it's the bad ones that we learn from. And I want to know that I was awake. I call them sleepers that aren't awake, but I want to be awake. I want to be aware. I want to embrace that negative moment just as much as the positive one, because when I love you. I really, really want to love you. And when I am feeling sad about losing my son, I don't want to deny myself that I really want to feel sad. I want to embrace the sadness. I want to embrace the loneliness without him because that is also real. And that is a truer part of life than sometimes just that fleeting moment of happiness, you know, because we wouldn't know what the happiness was without the sadness. So I think that we do go, we all go through struggles. My struggle is no different than somebody else's and it's not worse or, you know, we say, Oh my gosh, Pratiti, you went through that. There are people in this world that have lost everything in one moment through a tsunami, through, through whatever. And it puts things into perspective, no matter what you go through, no matter what horrible thing that's happened in life, there are absolutely things to be grateful for. I'm grateful that my son didn't probably suffer through his last moments. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for every moment that I had with him. I actually fed my son his last dinner, hand fed him my 17 year old by accident, joking around, playing around with him and my father. I hand fed my 17 year old his last meal. Mm. What? Yes. So big lessons learned. Thanks for sharing that. And listeners, this is obviously an audio podcast, but if you were watching the video right now, as if Pratiti needs my external validation, which she doesn't, (laughs) 
You are good enough. You are smart enough. You're beautiful. And what a great spirit. And listeners, if you thought you were tuning into a podcast today to hear five steps to be a more creative person, I hope you got some of that. But if you also came and said, is there an inspiring story that Bertiti could share with us to make us feel more inspired, more creative? If you don't feel more creative now after the last half hour, uh, you came to the wrong program. But if you do feel more inspired, I think you're on the right track. Bertiti Pathak has been our guest. Bertiti, I just can't thank you enough for coming on the program and sharing. Absolute pr- pleasure, Mark. And uh, we'll have you again, because I know we want to hear more about building and starting the business, how to be creative in an entrepreneurial, whether it's like you said, painting, construction, real estate, all of the above, right? Because we all have more to learn about any kind of business that we want to start. So I hope you'll come back and tell more about that. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate that. Great. Well, folks, I'm Mark Stenson. This has been the podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And we have heard some great keys today to unlock your own creative thinking. You've also been inspired by Bertiti as a guest today. And she has shared some specifics. Go to her website to learn more about this Results by Design five-step program. And then join us again for our next episode where we'll talk more about making connections and creating opportunities to get your creative work out into the world. I'm Mark Stenson. This is Unlocking Your World of Creativity. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get our book, A World of Creativity. The paperback is at a special price of $5.98, and the Kindle version is only $0.99. Cents. Go to my website, mark Stinson.com. The book is featured on the homepage. You can click it and go to Amazon, mark-stinson.com, and enjoy the book.